Hello everybody, Paul Jancarelli here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I wanted to uh, provide you another story today, but I don't know if I can do it because my mom listens to these podcasts so I don't know how appropriate uh, the story I was going to tell you uh, would be so we'll we'll see how things shape up towards the uh, the end of the session but in the meantime uh, I wanted to uh, get to you the fact that gratitude it changes your perception and is the number one way to be successful. And that was from Steve Harvey, a black comedian uh, that got into show business after many valiant efforts, living out of a car for three years. But he was age 38 when he finally made it. Uh, and got his break, if you will. But gratitude changes your perception and is the number one way to be successful. I certainly agree with that. Uh, Joe Olstein uh, was, was talking to his congregation and he said a man pulled into a busy parking lot and he prayed to God for a free spot to open up. And as he prayed, a car backed out of a front row spot. And he said, never mind God, I found one. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Uh, I thought that was very cute. Uh, it was, was pretty neat. Steve Harvey said that there is always a blessing and a lesson in life's experiences, expect good things to happen to you. You know, blessing in a lesson and expect good things to happen to you. And I think the expectation part is difficult for all of us because sometimes we uh, prepare ourselves for the worst, hope for the best, but we need to expect the best. And once you have that attitude, You'd be amazed how much things turn around for you. And Joel Olstein says, you know, don't put a question mark where God puts a period. We want to rewrite history sometimes and say, wait a minute, is, is, is that true? Should we have a question mark here? And no, we shouldn't. God put a period... And we need to leave it at that. You know, and sometimes God gets us out of our comfort zone. And that's a good thing. The longer you stay in the comfort zone, the more complacent you, you become. And dare I say, lazy. You know, so just... Be on the lookout that God's trying to get you out of your comfort zone if you're in one. 
and we're not going to understand everything you know we're, we're just not going to understand everything we go through but God will provide comfort and reassurance to us and we need to know that you can come out bitter or you can come out better you decide and don't just go through it grow through it and I may be in this fire but I'm not on fire you know we may be in this blaze but we're not a blaze you know there's there's a there's a big difference so to speak and there's a purpose for the pain you may not know it now you may not know it then but there is a purpose and a reason if you want to say that as well but we may not know the reason but there is a purpose and don't waste your pain put it to a good purpose and Joel Olstein you know says it best he really does and this was from dynamic Catholic you know allow your past to serve you don't let it rob you of your present and don't let it steal your future but let your past serve you use the rearview mirror we have them in our cars but there's a reason why it's much smaller than our windshield you know keep looking forward because if you don't you'll crash and Darren Daly today has a title a shocking tip to increase your productivity and recovery is essential to operate at the level of your best self we need time to recoup so to speak and he mentioned step one today that simply put was go on vacation you know live life rest and revitalize you know the United States of all um, developed countries we take the least vacations you know and we show for it and a lot of mental health illness for sure you know a need to rest and recover may be seen as a mental weakness by by many you know and that's terrible you know if you need to rest and recover you almost seem like it's a weakness which is terrible compensation the rest and recovery we need to replenish our energy sources very simply put you know more than half of Americans more than half 
have not taken a vacation in more than a year. And more than 75% of those that take a vacation are doing some type of work while they're on that vacation, which is also crazy. And to operate at high performance, you have to be fresh and energized. You know, you can't be going through the same rigmarole day in and day out. You know, plan your play. Schedule your summer fun. You'd be amazed at what happens to your, pro- uh, your productivity when you do that. Uh, the biggest problem we have, it doesn't get scheduled. It gets put off and excuses and procrastination take over. You know, and that's the, that's the sad truth. You know, folks, uh, my gratitude list for today, I would say the first one was my doctor. I had a annual physical exam today. I had a nice appointment with my my I call her my doctor. I think she's a physician's assistant. But I have a great relationship with her. Um, I put my wife down at number two. Uh, Not that it's, you know, matter of importance by any means. But my wife was listed there. Uh, My friend Mary, I listed her there. Walked uh, every day with her. With the dogs. And... My hometown. I love the town that I live in. We're a seaside community in the state of Rhode Island on the border of Connecticut, right in the northern, northeastern part of the United States, a couple hours north of New York City. Actually, east on the map, really. It'd be east, northeast. Uh, I have my mom listed at number five my phone magnet so when I get into my car I have this rectangular device that's uh, it's adhered to the dashboard and my phone has a magnet chip in it and it connects and boom, don't have to worry about clipping anything in or anything and the next one is YouTube I receive a lot of good videos uh, from from YouTube, including number eight, Bob Proctor. He's been a great mentor and uh, benefactor for my productivity. Number nine is uh, Facebook Messenger. And number ten was Lifesaver Mints. These are white wintergreen mints. They're absolutely delicious. I could eat ten of them, but they got sugar, so I gotta curb it a little bit. But those are absolutely, uh, absolutely delicious. And I guess uh, to share a little bit of a story with you all. Um, I've been pretty blessed uh, as 
as an individual to not really had much many accidents that require stitches or a cast and you know just thinking about growing up I got maybe four or five stitches across my forehead because my sister pushed me into the fireplace uh, mantle not the higher mantle though there's a lower mantle that was a, a block of cement and that I remember hurting pretty bad I could not have been more than three years old but that was one trip to the ER actually it was to the doctor's office they did it right there in the doctor's office they put me in a straight jacket and everything I remember it. it was it was very vivid and then on September 11th uh, 1992 at approximately 4.14 p.m. I was mountain biking on campus at college and I went over a, a manhole cover that was on the side of a hill and I used it as a, as a ramp so to speak and I landed awkwardly I landed like on the side so I landed and smashed my head into the ground and you know immediately whenever, whenever I had I have head trauma I automatically recite my name and my address and who my mother is you know and my father uh, it, it's it's just you know something that I've always done and I did that and then I said holy cow I felt my collarbone my clavicle was absolutely snapped in half uh, it didn't, it was almost penetrating through the skin, but it was not. And I jumped on the back of my roommate's bike and he took me to the, to the, um, infirmary and the nurse on call was basically, um, brought to her feet by my you know, I, I don't know if I was in the state of shock or what, but I said, I got a broken collarbone. I showed her real quick, and I said, I'm not feeling too hot. I'm getting dizzy. So she says, have a seat right here. And she got some smelling salts, some ammonia smelling salts. And when you sniff them, you, you know, you turn your head away. I sniffed them, and I sucked them right in. I said, it's not working. You know, I went... And I said, it's not working. I'm still dizzy. So she's like, hey, let's go lay down on the table. Uh, and there's an examination table in school and at the, at the college. And I laid down, and I was feeling much better. And that's when I looked at the clock, and it was like 4.16. So I assumed two minutes earlier is when I would have fallen. And thankfully... Uh, I was treated at a nearby hospital and I, you know, had no cast because you can't treat it with a cast, a collarbone, a clavicle break. And uh, I had a, a girl that I was dating at the time 
take good good care of me she actually married me uh, down the road uh, I think it was eight years down the road as a matter of fact and that was nice it was very appreciative and uh, I think that you know she went above and beyond and it hurt so bad and the thing was I couldn't sleep anywhere but on my back and I hated sleeping on my back I just wanted to sleep on my stomach on my side and I I couldn't so it was probably six to eight solid weeks before I was back I want to say 95 to 100%. I went to a wedding. This was in September, as I mentioned, September 11th. I went to a wedding in October, maybe the middle of October, or the end of October. Yeah. And I was dancing with this girl that I just met, and she took both my hands, and we were swinging, and she spun herself around, and I spun myself around, and I thought I was going to tweak my collarbone. Thankfully, I didn't. And I was not in a heck of a lot of discomfort. There was some minor discomfort, but I said, all right, if I can, you know, twist my whole body around like that, my rotator cuffs, my collarbone, my, my, my clavicle not taking a turn for the worse, I think we're uh, well on the way to, to heal. So... Um, that was uh, a good thing for sure. And I also learned, you know, a lesson from those days. Uh, number one was to be more vigilant and, and careful on my bike. Because I used to go bananas. At a nearby college, I would go down these huge hills and they'd have a big steep hill incline I mean uh, the, the plateau steep decline plateau and I would jump off you know two sets of of um, plateaus so to speak and when I landed on the incline I bent my front forks on my mountain bike and that could have been another tragedy but it, it was not thank thankfully uh, so you know I, I really received some overhauling work from my guardian angel I think because uh, I put uh, my guardian angel through the ringer I'm hopefully not driving him too crazy right now or her but it, uh, it is very appreciative that we we all have a guardian angel and we should thank and pray to our guardian angel as much as we can so with that said I think that was relatively PG if my mom's listening I think she's fine with what I conveyed um, she may not be too happy with the previous two episodes uh, but you know I'm 49 years old I think she'll give me a pass so to speak so in the meantime, folks, everybody be well, stay well, 
and we will um, talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.